Welcome to We're Talking Bears, where we bring you the latest in the Chicago Bears experience. I'm uncle, nephew, and I'm son. And we're talking bears. We're talking bears with me and Aunt today, recapping the week eight Bears versus Chargers. Suffered another bitter defeat, bitter, bitter, bitter defeat. So we're going to get into the, the recaps of that game and the latest things with the Chicago Bears. Remember to like and subscribe and um, tell your friends about us. We're trying to get our, our page and our subscriber uh, numbers up. So show us some love and check us out on We're Talking Bears. What's going on, Aunt? Pain, man, pain. This is, you know, I, I'm tired of stinking it up. I'm tired of the issues. Um, you know, um, a lot has happened. It's not what it should be. Um, man, it, it's bad, you know. Um, you know, the the, the bright lights, I, 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 you know, I've listened to a polls news conference. And, um, you know, one of the things he said is uh, uh, that our team doesn't quit, you know, and that's uh, – uh, um, you know, that that honors the coach. They don't give up. Um, they give up a lot of points, but they don't give <laughs> up on the game. <laughs> right. Um, but, I mean, let's be real. I'm not going to lie. I don't like that. I don't like that when your team is thinking it up to say something like they don't quit. That's a very constellation, I feel like, attitude. That's a moral victory. And that's what we should tell to children so that they have good sportsmanship. These guys are paid millions of dollars to play this game. If they quit, they don't get paid. So that that sentiment is missed on me. They better not quit. You get what I'm saying? Because it's many what? people who would love to replace them for the money that they make to do a job. You get what I'm saying? And it's an amazing job to have, but you get to play a game that we all love and you get paid for it. So they better not quit. That's one. Um, two, I think they need to transition that focus a little bit. While I do think it's commendable to have good sportsmanship and a good attitude, you are a part of the team where that should be the expectation. Your job is to win football games, not to talk about how your guys are good sportsmanship. That's it's good sportsman. That should be the least of what you need uh to play on this level i feel like personally i want to talk about why we're not winning that's all i want to hear flus polls and getsy that's all i want to hear them talking about if it's if we're not talking solutions if we're not talking plans of changing uh the 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 the, the, the feeling of this season and, and the energy that we have on our football team i'm not caring for it and i can respect these guys and we can shake hands amicably as we let you go for your good sportsmanship but that's not a reason to keep you around that you don't quit sometimes we may need to quit <laughs> quit this partnership that we have with each other quit the quit the contract that we have with each other quit pretending like it's working sometimes it's good to quit i went on a tangent but i i, I, no, I love your tangent man i love you I, I don't i don't i don't appreciate that from from losers when you're winning, I can I can accept that. But when you're losing, the focus should be figuring out what, what's not working. Yeah, because something isn't working. I, I appreciate that. Hey, I remember when you were, I think, eighth grade, man. And I was like, you know, you were upset about losing. And, and we were talking and, and you're like, am I supposed to like losing? What do you mean good sportsmanship? <laughs> right. Sounds like me. Look, sounds like me. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it sounds like it. Oh man, you know, and I get it because you, you want you 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 should have a good attitude, and that you know you you learn to appreciate that as you as you get older versus when you, when I was maybe younger. But that's how I've always approached uh, that we're competing. So the goal was to win when we came in, and it's not like hey, as things start to go downhill or as the game or the season starts to flush down the toilet, we don't revert back to just saying hey, well let's try to look at the the positive things. I mean, sheesh, <laughs> we practice all the time. You get what I'm saying? Where I'm around my teammates all the time. 
there should be an explanation for this. There should be. <laughs> That's what I want to talk about. I, I'm with you. I'm, um, you know, I'm with you. I'm with you so much. Um, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? It, it's just, it's nasty. Um, we're losing, we're losing. First of all, we're losing games we shouldn't lose. And there, there's that that's half the problem, right? Win the games that you that you want. You know, you know, I feel like yeah, good news, here's the good news. So the NFL is upside down, right? There, there, there's all kinds of stuff happening, all kinds of stuff going on. And you sit back and you're like, um, you know, the Broncos end up holding Kansas City uh to nine points, okay? With a Matt Nagy coached offense, right? But they end up holding Kansas City. The the Vikings turn around and they spank the 49ers, who were supposed to be like best team in football for a minute. Okay. Um so you know you 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 when you when you when you put those together, maybe our losses aren't as bad as they feel, right? But at the same time, you have to sit back and go, both of those games were very, very winnable. Literally, we won the Broncos game. We gave it away. You kick the field goal, you keep the pressure on the other team, and you make them lose. You don't volunteer. You don't You don't march all the way down with two minutes left and be inside scoring range with the go-ahead field goal with the best kicker in football sitting on the bench and leaving. You, you, you kick the field goal. And you tell your defense, you, you, you put the pressure on the other team because now if they want to win, they have to get to the goal line, not to a field goal range. Because right. now field goal range is just another top. Right? right? Put the pressure on that team. So that's a giveaway by the coaches. That's only the coaches. But, you know, you look at, you know, the Vikings game. Vikings game, more of a team loss. But still, um, you know, just we're, we're giving away. Uh, we're, we're doing giveaways, and you can't give away close games. Good teams don't lose close games because they didn't do what it took to win. If you beat a good team, you beat them, right? Bad teams do what we do. Like, literally, you're winning, and you go untie your cleats and hope you don't fall down. You know, mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's so I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Those type of mistakes have to end. And if they don't end, then you know, you're, you're being paid millions of dollars. Like we don't earn the type of money they earn. And if we make the type of mistakes they're making, we're probably fired. Right. <laughs> you know, right. that's just the truth. You know, it's like, you can't keep screwing up and keep your job at a regular salary. So right. why are these guys keeping their jobs at millions of dollars while they're still screwing up? Um, so, and, and they're grown men. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not asking for anybody to be, to, to fire, but I'm also not asking, you know, for, for, Hey, you know, if we buying tickets and spending time for us to do that in vain and anybody right. else to do it in vain. So absolutely. I'm with you. I stand with you. It, it, it has to change and it has to change now. And, you know, and, and, and I would say even uh, from Paul's standpoint, when you make a, you trade a number two for Montez sweat, what are you thinking about that? You said, what are you thinking? Well, what do you think about the trade for Montez Sweat? Oh, I like it. I like it. I mean, we know um, we we got to get pressure on the defensive side. We got to, we got to, um, 
you know, we got a challenge. We got a challenge team. The defense has been looking pretty good, uh, as we, we highlighted um, the, the last few weeks here on We're Talking Bears. The defense has been looking good, but we've been talking about uh, some of the upfront um, additions that we need um, as far as getting more pressure on, on, on the quarterback um, on the opposite team. And also, as far as our offensive line, those have still been some areas of, uh, of need for us. So I'm happy about it. Um, I hope it pans out. Hope, hope, hope it pans out for us. Um, I like what I do like. I'll say this. I like that Pose continues, continues to, to build. He continues to make moves. Um, you said it previously. If you as a man, if you can make a mistake and, and own your mistakes, cool. Uh, but but I don't see him being stagnant. I do see him making changes and bringing people in. And I'm OK with that. Um, I think Sweat will be a good addition to us. Um, as far as an upgrade to, to what we have going on, he shouldn't hurt us as far as our run defense is concerned. And he should give us a little more in the pass defense. Um, so I like it. But again, I don't want to be overly optimistic because we know as Bears fans, we know how that can be when, when we've suffered uh, for, for, for many seasons now um, trying trying to get somewhere. So I'm hoping this is uh, also another move into the right direction. Um, the second pick, uh, we're, we're looking, we still have a lot of, draft opportunity coming up so it's nice to know we still have our two first round picks so if this ends up being a great addition for us i don't think that second round pick hurts us because we have two first round picks next year um and not to get all off base but i, I like it uh, overall i like it i can't wait to see how he gels with the guys um you know and seeing and seeing how this can improve our team well you know also he's very good against the run he's six foot six really long arms 262 pounds so he is a big defensive end, big, physically big, strong, and weighty for a defensive end, um, which is good. He's still got some explosive speed. Um, numerically, he's kicking tail. He's got eight sacks already. He's almost got more sacks than our whole team. Right. <laughs> he's got two forced fumbles. He's tied for seventh in the league in sacks with two forced fumbles. He's tied for third in the league for forced fumbles. And, you know, that that's among his position. Right. And and so that that, you know, instantly he he's our best defensive lineman. He's, he's very good against the run, which means our top ranked run team defense shouldn't suffer because he's out there. Um, so he's not just a pure speed guy where right. you're going to lose something against the run. He's tough. Um, so he may we're great against the run. We may even be even better against the run. That's not helping us win, though, because like literally the Chargers said, you know, they only ran for 50 yards and they won. And the Vikings ran for what? Uh, uh, around 50 yards and they beat. us. So I'm not saying it's helping. We, we did win two other games where we keep kept teams to low. We're two out of four in the past four games and all four of them. We kept the run down. And I think that did help us win the two. But it's not it, it can't be the only part of the recipe. Right. <laughs> right. You know, great run defense. So therefore, no. Therefore, you don't win every game. Uh, right. You've got to have pass defense. You've got to be able to get to the quarterback. Um, so does he? Does he improve our team? Absolutely. Um, you know, hopefully we get more pressure on the quarterback um, based on him being there. And if he allows Yannick to get a little more free um, and get up to where Yannick belongs, then that's good. If that gives us two dominant defensive ends, then that's good. And these other guys, they're just going to have to keep working and keep learning and get better. And if they don't get a lot better, then we'll just have to get somebody else, um, you know, to back them up. 
And uh, we got a lot of young guys. So, you know, there's, this could take time, but this guy, he's 27. He's in his prime. Um, he was a first round draft pick and, you know, he's, we got to pay him though. He's going to get paid and edge rushers make money. And mm-hmm. so Poles has to pay this guy. Cause if you give a second for him and he walks, cause you don't pay him. That's not any good. And then you got Jalen Johnson out here looking for a big contract and deserving it. He's the best cornerback in the NFL. He's the best cornerback in the NFL on a bad team. He's not being bolstered by the fact that the guys around him are phenomenal. Right. He's just the guy you don't want to throw the ball against because A, you won't get it in there and B, he might take it from. So, you know, when you look at that, he's going to get, he's got to get paid. We got the money to pay these guys, but you got to pay them. You, You can't, you, you know, you can't over-negotiate. You can't negotiate right. yourself out the deal. Um, when you look at Sweat, um, this year, um, is it, well, I got one stat that says he's got eight stacks and another stat, stat that says he's got six and a half. Either one is more than anybody on our team. When you look back at, um, when you look back at his, his uh, uh, seasons, when you look back at his seasons, if you look back, he was drafted in 2019. He is a six-rounder. I mean, a first-rounder, my bad. I said six-rounder. In 2019, um, seven sacks in 2019, nine sacks in 2020, um, five sacks in 2021, but he only played 10 games. That was his only season where he didn't play all the games. So he's been healthy, very healthy. Eight sacks in 2022, and uh, I see him at six and a half this year in 2023 so nonetheless that that's it looks like he's gonna have his best year uh but you got to get it on our team and if guys can't cover it makes it really hard to get a sack because the ball's coming out and it's going to be a completion is what it's going to be so you know you, you have to be a rocket ship to get in there if you can't cover so he's got 35 and a half sacks uh over his career which is that's a that's a good number we've got Defensive ends that can sack now two of them that can sack you. So we need to get after the quarterback. That's going to make a difference. Our run defense is solid. It doesn't need to change. Our coverage needs to get a lot better because we're giving up way too much. Um, hey, if you drill in on this Chargers game, um, you know, well, what's, what's your thoughts about this Chargers game? Um, you know, we never like to lose. Um, but, but what I can say is like Beijing's second game starting. I didn't have, I don't want to sound bad, I didn't have extremely high expectations for him to just come out there and, and, and kill the Chargers. Um, so I, I figured it, it would be a struggle. Um, was was hoping we would be able to come out and pull it out, but we got the backup playing. Um, and I don't know, man, with, with, with the struggles we've had, it's just hard to expect that with a bad old line, the backup QB that has less um, intangible skills or less of the um, kind of on-the-fly skills that, Justin Fields has is going to be able to be successful um, against the likes of uh, Mac and, and, and those guys on the uh, Chargers. So it's it's it's, it's, uh, it's frustrating, but um, I don't know, man. We got to just keep plugging away. I don't want Beijing to lose to lose his team anyway. He's going to probably have to come out here and play uh, against the against the Saints. Um, I would have have liked to see us be. I mean, we we ran the ball. I don't mind just overly overly running the football sometimes. I just don't know, man. I know Beijing had the two picks. 
I guess all I can really say is that I didn't I didn't have high expectations knowing we weren't gonna have uh our QB one in the game. Um so I don't want to get down on Beijing. I like him. Yeah, well, I feel like, you know, um Roshan had his first game back and he didn't look so great. Right. Um I don't know whether he was running tentatively <clears throat> because he knocked himself out basically or or what Dante was about about he was doing okay, but you know we didn't give any of those guys a decent amount of carries. Dante had the most at nine. Look, come on, Cole Komet had ten catches, but looked like pretty much every catch was a uh, was a hitch. You know, very very. Uh, um, I mean, it was just uninspired play call. You know, we opened the game with this beautiful bomb to Mooney. You get this mystery whistle from across the field. Um, and, and admittedly, Mooney didn't make it look like he was. Mooney made it look like he was down because he didn't get up and take off for the end zone. He jogged and looked back, you know. But what does that got to do with it? Let the referee who's standing right next to him make the call. What, right. what is some guy on the other side of the field? Again, is he getting paid by Vegas to blow that whistle? What What's going on? There should have been seven. Yes, you know. Yes, he is. Then you get Vellis Jones. Oh, my God. I understand it wasn't an easy catch. I understand you had to slide and and lean on your back. Um, But, man, when the ball hits you in your stomach and your two hands, you know, you're getting paid millions of dollars. You got to catch the ball. Right. I mean, that's the difference. Those two touchdowns, boom, that's 27 to 30. Right. All we need is a field goal. You know, so one touchdown, the refs took away. The other touchdown, Vellis gives away. And, you know, there we are. But at the same time, and that neither of those are Bajan's fault. But right. then Bajan did throw two picks. But is he throwing picks? Because they don't have to cover deep. Because they're like, you're either going to drop the ball or the ref's going to help us. Or, or, or let's just be honest, you're not going to throw it deep. Right. You know, and, and you know, we Mooney does that. We don't go back to the same route. We don't go back to the same play. Next time he's double covered, just let it. I mean, single covered on that wing, just let it fly again, right? right. Uh, or or pump pump to Mooney and throw it to to pump to Mooney, turn and throw it to DJ Moore. Send them both streaking down the sidelines. Right. You know, and, and, I mean, come on, do something. You know. Um, Ten hitches. I know they weren't all hitches, but it was, these are short passes to Komet. Ten short passes to Komet. Great. You used them. You got them a lot of receptions, but you didn't do anything to win with them. Right. DJ Moore. Um, you got four passes to him. You know, four completions to DJ. He didn't do much. And I don't know how after Darnell started the game that way, you don't end up with a second catch. Um, right. You know, Tyreek Stevenson made a ton of tackles, but the problem is that's because he was getting burned. He had 10 tackles, two assists, but he was getting burned. Burned. Smoked and set on fire. That that's not that that's a problem. I I don't know how we handle that. Um man. Again, the run defense phenomenal. The run defense, when you stop and you look, uh, Austin Eckler. He was held to 30 yards on 15 carries. Yeah. They tried to run the ball. Yeah. They gave their guy 15 shots at running the ball. Uh, he only he was stopped by us. Josh Kelly, 21 yards on six carries. 
um, Isaiah Spiller, uh, uh, one yard on three carries, and Justin Herbert, one yard on one carry. But we let Herbert cut us to pieces, 31 of 40, 298, and three touchdowns. All right. You know, you can't, you can't let this guy just torch you. He torched us. He, he torched us in the air and threw three touchdowns because they couldn't run it on us. Right. Um, it's good that they can't run on us, but dang, nab it. You got to do something. There's a stat that I looked up. Uh, last year, I was kind of comparing last year uh, Fields versus this year Bajan. And last year when Fields threw under 200 yards, he had a decent amount of TDs and um, put the offense in a good position to do what they had to do. We haven't had a defense in a while. This year, uh, Bajan, he had one game in the one, uh, well, 60s and the second game in the 230s. In the 230s, he doesn't get touchdowns, but he gets two picks. Guess what? Last year, Fields had two games over 200. One, but once you were the one of them was 210, it's a pretty decent game. But the one where he hit through for 250 uh, against the Packers, dude, flat out, two picks, no touchdowns. Mm. Something about Getty's boring offense that the more you throw it, the worse things get. Mm. And, and I, I think it's his route choices, his combination of routes where you're just taking uh, – uh, um, you, you, you're doing the same thing so often, like that three-screen uh, uh, concept in a row. You're doing the same thing so often, you're setting your quarterback up to get picked. That's what I feel. That's what that's 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 my that's that's how I see this is, is folding out. Um, yeah. it, it's just not, you know, when you look at the stats, um, it's the turnovers. Yeah, total yards, we were 295, they were 352. Passing yards, they're 298, we're 222. Should have been even because Mooney should have counted. Uh rushing yards, we have 73, they have 54. They kind of we limited ourselves because we wouldn't run the ball as much. Um, you know, the, all the stats are similar except for the picks and the touchdowns. Um, and when you look at those picks and those touchdowns, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's just painful. It's painful. Um, I, I agree with you. Something's got to change. We can't keep doing this. Um, you know, the defense, the defense wasn't right this, this week. Eberflus's defense gave up way too much, way too much. Too many yards, too many scores. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I got a question for you, Hunt. I know, um, you know, the GM's front office make the moves for the players, uh, such as the um, Montez Sweat being brought over. But being as this is someone that we recently played uh, with the commanders, what do you think about this? And this is kind of a, 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 a tricky, not tricky question, but just really kind of want to get your opinion. What do you think is the insight that players have over moves like that? Or what do you think is – how much I'm going to ask this. What, do you think there's any um, input from the players on the team? Because I, in my opinion, if we all play this game on a professional level, we play against each other with peers, you get what I'm saying, uh, et cetera, in the league, and, and you bring over a guy who we're all familiar with and we even just played against them, right? You – in my mind, you couldn't possibly bring over somebody who isn't going to make a difference on our team, right? And it's almost like, hey, yeah, that's 
that yeah, that's a good guy to go get because he just he was just killing us. Or you know what I'm saying? It's like oh, I wonder. Yeah. There, I wonder is there any of that? Like, is there? I would assume one. I really respect what I've seen of Darnell Wright, and Darnell Wright got his lunch eaten by Montez Sweat. Montez made Darnell look like a rookie, right? Um, and got to fields. Um, and and I think Darnell having to practice against Montez and having to line up against him and and learning, you know, what a premier edge rusher is going to do to you is going to be great for the team. So I think from an offensive line standpoint, I think Darnell Wright loves it. You know, um, if I'm on that edge list on the defense, I'm going to be a little offended, but I should be, right? Because I'm in getting my job done. Right. So now right. you brought in somebody that's above me, right? To get the job done. To get the job done. Uh, then, on top of that, if I'm looking at these other positions, if I'm Jalen Johnson, maybe I'm a little happier. It's like, all right, because the more pressure you cause, the better my stats are going to be, the better my uh, um, statement is that I am the best corner in the NFL. Right. You know, because if I can do this when you can't get to the quarterback, where when you're one of the lowest at sacking the quarterback, what am I going to look like if Sweat is dominating and causing not just himself to get sacks, but causing other people on that line to get sacks? If we go from uh, uh, being a team that uh, you know only has in in the in the year ten sacks, the lowest in the NFL as a team, and you know let's say in the second half, because um, we're eight games in. Let's say in the second half, if we've got 20 sacks in the second half, uh, which would put us, you know, middle of the pack, um, not overall, but for the second half, um, you know, that's that much more pressure just makes our defensive back look look better. Because right. it's not just the fact that you got home 10 more times, but you had to be getting close probably 30 more times to get home 10 more times, right. you know. So, um, and I, but it's, 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 it's a synergy because, you know, if you can't cover, it doesn't matter how fast you can get to the quarterback. He's just going to let the ball fly. Right. So I think it depends on what your job is. If you're on that D line, um, you need to be concerned about your job because they just brought in a guy that they're going to have to pay to even make this reasonable. I gave a second round up. I could get a top edge rusher in the second round right you know um early early in the second round we 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 if we continue to play the way we're playing we'll have a top five pick so you're talking about two top five picks in the first and then a top five pick in the second so he, he's gonna get paid uh right. Jalen should get paid if he doesn't pay if Paul's doesn't pay Jalen I'm, I'm gonna have a problem and you know I'm not picking on him for history uh, I, I know when he first walked in the door, it was time to let people go. But now it's time to start building on those on greatness. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer. If you're great at something, if you're the best in the best, Cairo Santos, one of the best kickers in the NFL, I would arguably say the best kicker in the NFL uh, at this point. Absolutely. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, then you, you got Jalen Johnson, one of the best, um, uh, uh, if not right now, statistically, the best cornerback in the NFL. Um, you you got these guys coming in at the top of their game. You got to keep the best if you're ever going to get good. 
You can't keep letting the best. I mean, imagine if the Bulls traded Michael Jordan and then Scottie Pippen. You right. got to keep the best, right? You you had the, the best uh, player in the NBA and you had the best defender in the NBA. Um, right. And if you, you start letting go of the best, you're going to get bad fast. You know, hello, Vikings. Um, <laughs> you know, right, you're right. Right. So right. when you look at these numbers, you're like, hey, we are stinking it up in certain areas. Um, we're giving up a ton of yards. We're giving up. We've given up in 20 games. Uh, defensively, we've given up uh, 2,100 yards. I'm sorry, in eight games, we've given up 2,100 yards. Um, we are, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I'm sorry, that's passing. I was looking for total. Um, yeah, that's just passing, 2,100 yards. Russian, we've been doing great. Russian, we're, we're fantastic. We're, we're uh, in eight games, you know, we are, uh, uh, yards-wise, we've only given up 630. The Eagles have given up less on the ground, but they give up more per run. Um, the Lions have given up less on the ground, but they give up more per run. No, we're giving up 3.3 per run. That's the whole year average, even when we weren't good. And right. nobody, you know, the Patriots are giving up 3.4. So they're the closest uh, to us. Um, but we're number one. Uh, but passing, eh, you saw it. You saw the game. Yeah, I did. You saw Trust. the game. We, I was so happy when they would try to run. I'd be like, yay, they're still running. <laughs> you know, right. they need to throw the ball. And I'm like, oh, man, come on, run it a couple more times. Right. We need the ball back. Run it on fourth down so we can have it. Right, right. right. Don't throw it, throw it on. Don't throw it on fourth down because you're going to get it. Run it on fourth down. <laughs> but we can stop you. You know, so, right. I, I, you know, you look at that and you're just like, uh, huh, right? Wow. That's all you can say. I hope I answered your question. You did. You answered it. And I, I just and I agree with you. I, I was just thinking, like, in my opinion, you got to um, because Claypool, as an example, wasn't a good fit for the team. Uh, not just his poor play on the field, but in the locker room. And I, and I just feel like when you bring in guys, it's very critical to bring in guys that are respected by the team. I guess that's ultimately the sentiment I was going going for. Guys that are respected by the team that they feel that they value as being additions to your team, because it's OK if that's your position and you're a little offended. When Jalen Johnson, the best um, corner in the league that we have on our team, uh, improves because of this guy being there, or like what, exactly what you alluded to, and I feel like uh, those players recognize that amongst their peers. You get what I'm saying? They're like, "Oh, if I have this guy on my team, it will allow me X, Y, and Z." And I feel like, unless you're constructing a team in that manner, you're maybe not constructing a great team. You know, you might have great players, but you're probably not constructing a great team if the team doesn't see the value in, in the players you're bringing in and, and how that's going to help us translate those to, to victories. Right. So. And, and I think, you know, part of no matter what happened with Claypool is, you know, when he got here last year, you know what happened to Claypool? I mean, you know, but I'm, I'm just saying when he got here last year, right, he right. did not make an impact. He did not. As a matter of fact, it, it was at the beginning of our losing streak. Um, shortly thereafter, Mooney got injured and he had the opportunity to own the number one job. Right. And, and you know, I just, uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I can't imagine what happened that he didn't own that number one job. You know, that, that was it. And it wasn't like there was a lot of competition for it. It was like, this is yours. You, you are, Mooney's down. You're the best receiver on this team go get open and get the ball. Right. You know, 
And I mean, to me, that's that's when you talk about sportsmanship and, and having the right attitude because your team can be in a place where they're struggling and it affects everyone. You know what I mean? Like what we were just talking about. If my O-line is uh, not performing or the O-line is subpar, me being a, a receiver, um, that, that's going to affect me. You get what I'm saying? Greatly, uh, to be honest. So it's just one of those things where I feel like, you know, sometimes your, your numbers may be down or you may feel like, you know, I'm not getting the targets that I feel like I should get or any of those things. And I just feel like that's when you look at sportsmanship and you talk about uh, the bad attitudes and, and things like that. I, it, it should be an expectation that you're going to show up and do your job. You get what I'm saying? And I feel like if things aren't going well, that that's what separates great players from good players, in my opinion. Because if, you, if you're going to have a bad attitude or you're not going to show up to do your job because your team is struggling or you may have guys that aren't um, adequate in, in, in certain, certain areas to help you get, get to the playing level that you feel like you should be at or you should be on, and it is what it is. But that's that's what being a professional comes in. And uh, he, he just wasn't that. So that's, that's really what I was getting at yeah. as far as constructing a team. And you can't, you can't, you know, I, I like Paul's response when he was asked about, you know, why, why spend another second round pick? And, you know, and, and without saying it, he basically said, all right, you can't get gun shy because, because you make a mistake. Right. You know, and I accept that you can't, he can't get gun shy. He has to make trades. He has to try to make this a better team. And honestly, this is, this may sound crazy. I still feel like we're not that far off. Right. I agree. I think we're not that far off now. Just because we're not that far off, because we're close, does not mean we're going to make the right decisions. You know, you have to make the right – got to start with the offensive playbook and offensive play call. If that doesn't get corrected, we're not going to win, right? Um, the second thing you have to start – got to address defensive coverage. If that doesn't improve, we're not going to win. We're not going to win. So that I mean I, I don't know what else to say. Hey, I agree with you. You're absolutely right on that. Um, and like you said, you can't you can't get gun shy. So I'm not upset with the moves. I think this was a good move. I've liked most of the moves uh, Poles has been making. Um, and we just got to keep chipping away. We're, we're still a, a very young team. Um, so you know, I'm I'm with you. I don't think we're far off. I just want to see us get it all uh, together, and I want to see everybody. Um, maintain the right attitude so that as we build, we do have the right guys in, in place so that we don't, uh, so we're not good for, for uh, you know, uh, overnight or just for one one season and, and so forth. I think right now we're constructing a team with some good young talent, and I think this can last if we continue to build in, in, in this way. But you're right, we got to make the right decisions. But I think polls in that regard, I can commend it that if you're not gun-shy, you, you can't be afraid to fail. You have to still go out there and, and give your effort and um, that's kind of how I feel about the team in general right now. Um, you know, we're we're growing, we're we're trying to get somewhere, and I think that those guys just have to go out there, knowing that I'm I'm here for a reason, and I'm I'm here to to um you know make a name for for myself for my team, and that's it. You they can't be gun shy. Poles can't be gun shy. They got to go out there and make it happen. And if it doesn't happen, hey, at least you know you went out there and did what you could do. You gave it your best effort, and it is what it is. And I also think it's a measuring stick for Iberflus because if Flus defense can't come together by adding a star like Sweat, you not added. Let, let's look at the stars you added. You not added Clay. No, not Claypool. You not added Tremaine Edmonds. You didn't okay. added T.J. Edwards. You you now added Montez Sweat. You added Yannick Ngakwe. Um, 
you know, you got a couple rookies that look halfway decent, but Gordon is, is, is definitely was a good addition. Brisker, hands down, best addition you probably added off the uh, – you added some strong uh, uh, rookie D-tackles. Um, I like our rookie D-tackles. Billings, fantastic tackle. I mean, I think Billings is single-handedly the guy most responsible for us being the best run defense in the NFL. Billings is tearing through people. And mm-hmm. just keep doing it. Keep, you know, you got a big 300-plus-pound uh, 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 bowling ball rolling right through the front of the offensive line. It's hard to run the rock right. <laughs> because he's right. coming through. He's not being stopped by one or two men. He's coming through. Um, right. And then you got the young guys sprinting around, flying around. Um, you know, it makes it tough to run the rock. If it's tough to run the rock, the rest of the team needs to be able to sit back and, and take the ball away. Right. That should be a formula for takeaways. Well, I can't run. So as the corners and, and safeties, no, the pass is coming, baby. They can't right. do anything else. Because the 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 um the backers and the linemen, they got the run stuff. This right. is this you the ball's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yep. get, get ready. Because <laughs> right. here it comes. You know, this right. is not right. a surprise. You know, right. Christmas comes on the 25th every year. <laughs> yeah. And when you're the best run stopping team in the league, they're gonna throw the ball. Right. You know? That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And I mean, like you said, recently Jaden Johnson got two picks and uh, you know, um first and second on the season. And hopefully we can hopefully there's more to come of that with this addition. And, and you know what else? I hope that we I, I want them to I, I want Jalen to get the contract he, he needs, right? He, he's the best corner in the NFL. He needs to get paid as such. Uh, Montez Sweat needs to get paid to keep him here. Um, you know, and, and honestly, you know, if you take a couple weeks to see who's better, him or Yannick, Yannick, um, I think it's going to be Montez, but because Montez is bigger and stronger, um, you know, that, that just – but Yannick is playing good. Yannick's out there a lot, and we're still, he was, his weakness was supposed to be his run defense, and we're the best run defense in the league. I just need Yannick to get more sacks. Right, right. So let, let's, you know, let's go. Let's go. Let's mount it up and let's go. Um, Mooney, we've got to, we've got to, Mooney's got, I can't, I, I know when Mooney sees that film and realize he didn't get up and run as hard as he could for the end zone, uh, that, that his heart's going to be broken. But, you know, Mooney needs to get some more passes like that. They, they need to do it again this week. Yeah. You know, maybe you don't do it on the first play of the game, but you do it on the second. The first play of the game, get a ball to Dante Foreman and let him run over the defense. Right. Then on the second play of the game, fake it to Foreman and let it fly to Mooney. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let, let's get him uh, – because I want I, Mooney – I want Mooney to have a 65, 70-yard touchdown. That will change how people cover Mooney. All right. Let him let him let him watch because everybody in the league knows that was a touchdown last week, except right. for Vegas's refs. <laughs> this week, do it for real and actually get the six points. Right. Then you start to demand that. So now if you, you have to dedicate a safety over the top of Mooney, that frees up DJ Moore. So we have to keep doing it. Right. Agents gotta unload the cannon to Mooney. <laughs> right. Right. So. Well, I'm uncle. And I'm nephew. And we're we talking bears. There we go. All right, man. Man, we gotta get uh 
Get the Saints. Get them. Take them out.